104 to 107 nationwide, leading the conversation. This is the talking point. My name is Patricia Nduli, standing in for the beautiful Kathy Mklathlani. We've been talking gender-based violence and uh, we've been talking the new lockdown restrictions on Nelson Mandela Bay around liquor. And uh, we're going to go to some of your voice notes. Please do remember that uh, a bit later on, we'll be talking around state of nutrition in South Africa, um, a report that has been released by Tiger Brands. And after that, We'll go into uh, talking about uh, the book Mulalu, the politician. This is SFM. The number to dial: zero one one seven one four two zero zero six. WhatsApps go to zero six one four one zero four one zero seven. Good morning, Aitima Patricia. Look, let's stop attacking some other cultures. Uh, what you call uh, practices? Uksoga, uh, that practice has been there for years and years, and this was not here. Your Ubuntu. Since you'd like to say Ubuntu, let's be Ubuntu. Just look closely, think deeply. When did this this thing started? This thing started after 2000. And when did it start? And why did it start? Because we have been living here for as long as centuries. And we never uh, experienced such a violence to our women. Something we let in is turning us against each other. Hi Patricia, it's Mte here in King Williamstown. I just wanted to address the issue of initiation schools. I think the gentleman here has got it wrong because if you look at uh, the South African population, how many of the national groupings have to undergo these uh, initiation schools and vis-a-vis the amount of gender violence that's been committed by all the men in South Africa. So that fraction doesn't actually balance. So we should not be looking at or at initiation schools in isolation. The communities that we are in are the ones that are having a problem. And if we don't get addressed, that addressed either from the side of religion, tradition included, and also the strengthening of the policing and law enforcement. Thank you. Hi, SFM. Just wanted to give my point of view with regards to violence against women. It seems very clear to me that the cultures and uh, traditions and institutions that assign roles to men and women are the ones that are most, um, most likely to have a very strong opinion about how women are supposed to be. And uh, if they do not meet this, then it is fully justified in these institutions and traditions and cultures and religions that men can take action to straighten out their women. Now, if I look around the society and I ask which institutions and places um, and um, uh, religions and cultures uh, do this, I find that every religion and culture has some sort of specified role that its people must follow. Um, So why do we have to flower around ideas such as religion and tradition and modern life and try and combine them together when it is clearly um, evident that the problems are with traditions and religions? Why do we have to constantly try and put these together when we should be able to say clearly that religions and traditions are the problem? Patricia, the biggest problem in South Africa is people are not taught of being a human being respecting yourself it's about respecting others 
that's the biggest problem because look, look now we're talking about uh, gender-based violence but we forgot that there was a, a big fight uh, on the truck industries these are the also people and then you know as a africans our spirit are not the same some have a strong spirit if you kill someone here and that spirit of that person is going to raise up and then make things difficult for certain families thank you patricia Dooley on safm 104 to 107 nationwide. The time now is 37 minutes after 10. My name is Patricia Ntuli on The Talking Point, standing in for Kathy Mtlatlane. Right now, we are going to be talking about the state of nutrition in South Africa. So Tiger Brands um, decided to release a report yesterday. And this report was uh, talking to about figures of about a fifth of South Africans who have insufficient access to comprehensive and easy to understand nutritional education. And the report also continued to explain the fact that South Africans sometimes sacrifice uh, the nutritional value of food that we buy and consume in favor of taste and sometimes value for money. Well, times are tough, but um, does that mean we should compromise on our nutritional value? Talking to us about this is Arthur Ramoroka, who is a Tiger Brands nutritionist. Thank you very much for joining us, Arthur. How are you? Good morning, Patricia. Thank you for having me. Arthur, I'd like us uh, to, uh, to, for you to take us through this uh, particular state of nutrition in South Africa. Give us some of the pointers. Why was it found that South Africans are compromising on, um, on the value of the food that they eat and rather looking at the rands and the cents? Yeah. The state of nutrition in South Africa report is aimed at highlighting the challenges and solutions toward improved national health and well-being. And there is no doubt 2020 has highlighted the importance of ensuring that we lead healthy lives and the role that food and our lifestyles play in all of this. And at Tiger Brands, our core purpose is to nourish and nurture more lives every day. As part of the Eat One Live World Initiative, we conducted this research to better understand the dietary consumption patterns of South Africans and the influences thereof. So this was also done with the aim to help educate South Africans about the importance of healthy eating and lifestyles. As you have added into the introduction around some of the key findings that we have had, we see that the findings suggest that South Africans are amber when we look at the state of nutrition, and this can be improved in the opportunities now. So nutrition is often sacrificed in the moment people uh, choose flavor or taste and price over that. And I think it's because people lack evidence-based nutrition information to guide their eating so that they know why it is important to, you know, adopt a generally healthy diet. If we look closely as well as the research findings, on average, the respondent BMI was at 35.1, which was about the global average of 24.7. And this classifies us as a nation uh, on the obvious side. And this tells a nuanced story around the attitudes we have towards food, nutrition, and health because of how and what we eat is often shaped by various socioeconomic determinants like people's income status, their income level, affordability of food, and also some of the cultural heritage um, habits that we know are playing some of the crucial factors when we decide which foods we want to have on our plate. So where should this education on nutrition be coming from, Arthur? Yeah, that's a very important question. We know that South Africans are now also 
looking at uh, unverified sources of information, which can be very misleading. So it is important that we have um, the credible sources to step up to the plate, like it will well, to provide nutrition education that is impactful and uses consistent messaging, because messaging these days are very different. Today you hear about um, fiber being important for your gut. The other day you hear conflicting messages, which are are available on some of the social media platforms. So this information needs to be made available to the most widely used social media platforms, which are credible, and we need to ensure that uh, consumers of South Africans have access to evidence-based nutrition education, which is simplified and meaningful so that they will be able to inspire healthy cooking and eating. Very interesting that uh, Tiger Brands would uh, take uh, the time to do such research around South Africans' eating patterns. Now, I- I'd like us to take ourselves back uh, to the fact that we are Africans and our indigenous foods, uh, imfino, um, uh, spinach and kale and the likes, that- that's what we used to eat and that's what was nutritional, uh, nutritious to our bodies. What has changed what has changed from South Africans eating what is readily available on our motherland to us eating what's on the shelves? There is no doubt that uh, the Western food has displaced some of the indigenous food that we've always had in the motherland. And uh, I think we need to also still educate um, South Africans that the indigenous food that you find that just grow wildly during rainy seasons are still uh, foods that can still get used and get a lot of nutritional benefits that you're looking for. So I think it's about education, educating South Africans, but taking the own and pairing it with your starch and also beans on, on the side is actually going to give you a balanced plate. So westernized ways of living are what have uh, changed our palates. And obviously we are now looking at RANs as opposed to nutrition, according to this particular report. We are speaking to Arthur Ramoroka, who is the Tiger Brands nutritionist. I'd like to hear from you. Please call in. Uh, Do you still eat a plate that is well balanced? And what do you follow when it comes to nutrition? I mean, Arthur has made mention of the fact that one day we are told that fiber is good for your gut. The next day we are told breakfast is good. But then, ah, no, no, no. Uh, it's good to eat uh, later in the day, so intermittent fasting. So what is the nutritional value that you are following? Where are you getting your nutrients from? Or do you just pop a pill daily to make sure that you get all your vitamins and your minerals? Call in on 011-714-2006, SMS 41391 or WhatsApp 0614-104-107. Arthur, you know, in my case, I sometimes ask myself, what will work best for me as a South African um, black female? And I, I make mention of this because I love eating fino, I love eating papa, I love eating samp. But sometimes I'm told that the starches are not good. So I don't know what would be best for me. Sometimes I don't have enough oranges that I must eat because it's out of season. So should I be popping that vitamin C all the time to make sure that I, I keep up with my nutritional values? Yeah. Uh, just to answer that, I know the, the, the starches or carbohydrates in, um, have received um, some, some bad name over the years, but what I want to just reinforce is the nutritional value and, and the quality of, of carbohydrates that we need to choose. So choosing high fiber carbohydrate sources 
of statues is better because those will then provide gut health. Now also just make sure that you don't overeat because if you eat refined carbohydrates, which often lack uh, fiber, it means that you get hungry so quickly and you tend to overeat. So if you eat something that is, has complex carbohydrates like a whole grain bread or whole grain rice, then you know you've actually made the right choice when it comes to your such choices. So it is still important to eat this such uh, in your plate. And I always say to people or South Africans that to estimate that for yourself, you can have a fistful of such going into your plate and you know you've made the right choice. When it comes to um, food that may not be in season, um, it is important that we include a diversified diet. So diversified diet, I mean eating different foods. So Yes, sometimes you might not have oranges in season, but there will be other foods that will have vitamin C content in them. Like now we're going into the mango season. We'll know that mango also provides some amount of vitamin C, which is going to contribute to your overall health and well-being. We are talking to Atha Ramoroka, who is a Tiger Brands nutritionist, and we are talking about the state of nutrition in South Africa. I'd love to hear from you. Please call in on 011-714-2006. I want to know what you feel uh, should we be doing when it comes to nutrition. Should we should we go back to our roots and just planting uh, our own fruits and vegetables and eating from the land? Or should we rather, you know, just continue with our prepacked foods? Arthur, with your report, I know Tiger Brands is, is, is international and you touch a lot of the other African countries. Have you looked at the nutritional state of other countries vice v South Africa? Um, for now, we haven't looked at other African countries. We've only done the report for the uh, South African uh, nutritional understanding that we wanted so that when we roll out some of the initiatives that we have, like the It Will Live Well program, we are informed by uh, some form of uh, findings for the local South Africans. But uh, definitely in future, we'll be looking into going into the other African countries and we also play in there so that we're able to help shape um, healthy and sustainable diets for the African continent. Thank you so very much uh, for sharing that uh, state of uh, nutrition in South Africa report uh, from Tiger Brands, Arthur. It's been such a great pleasure. Thank you very much, Patricia.